Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, Todd Macklin joined us as always, and we had a few funny stories that uh, yeah, he relayed to us. So we'll, uh, bring you, we'll bring you those. Quirky. Um, Martin Kellner um, always on was form. watching some sport on TV. Uh, we also had um, Mike Ward. Yes. We did the non-sporting, te- quite telly-heavy this, but, you know, well, yeah. in a different way. And we had a bit of a conversation. You got involved as well. So, uh, here it all is. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Paul. I'm excited because it's finally come round. My Phil Collins at Live Aid day tomorrow. Yes. So, tell us... <coughs> 12.30. Yeah, no, let's remind the listeners, you, you've decided to support... <coughs> That's better. ...support your local club, mm. and yeah. you've invested in a, uh, a Brentford season ticket. And so tomorrow the day pans out in yeah. such a way that you can get to both. Yes, uh, Chelsea versus Man City at twelve thirty, and you, go, Brentford, on, you go on Concord and fly to Philadelphia, yeah. and then you watch, <laughs> and then you watch Brentford play. Exactly. Yeah, no, it. I get the wife to pick me up. That and would take be me good, wouldn't it? If you actually <laughs> you go on a flight to Philadelphia and then watch Brentford on the telly, <laughs> obviously in delay yeah, because the game so, yeah. would have finished by then. And uh, Wayne Rooney, uh, there was a the news this morning. He had to pretend to be the club doctor, yeah. just to get Mel Morris to respond because every time he said, "Hello, it's Wayne here." Mel said, "Oh, sorry, he's always sexually not." He pretend, yeah. He do a Mel do a high voice, yeah, wouldn't he? Yeah, so oh, no, he's not here. Yeah. Out of the <laughs> it wouldn't work, would it? I, I did this actually when uh, we were doing Britain's Healthiest Couple on TV, yeah. and we were trying to get a well-known uh, sponsor. It was a big supermarket, and they'd sort of expressed a bit of an interest, and then they wouldn't take our calls. So what, I the thought, big supermarket? Yeah. So I thought to myself, I know what I'll do. I'll pretend to be somebody else that they would take a call from, and the bloke will take my call, and then I'll say, no, hello, it's it's not... I did it. Elton John. <laughs> Elton John, can That's you imagine? That's random. I know. It was about 19... What time was it? About 1987, so Elton was quite big at that point. So... So I rang up this supermarket and said, is Mr Such-and-Such there? And they said, who is it? I went, Elton John. <laughs> Did they say the Elton John? Yeah, well, they didn't. They just put me through, straight through. Straight through, and they said Elton John's on the yeah, phone. Yeah, and I had to go in the break. I went, hello. I went, no, it's not Elton John. It's uh, it's Andy Jacobs here from wherever it was, Britain's Healthiest Couple. Right. And you thought that might get them on side. <laughs> that didn't work. Did it work? No, of course it <laughs> Can didn't imagine work. Imagine it really annoyed them. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work wow. at all. It was I pathetic. Just, um, I, I mean, uh, sure, he would have said to his secretary, 
Is it the Elton John? <laughs> and why is he called... Was it one of the big super existing high school? I started the super? conversation by saying, it's a little bit funny. Yeah. <laughs> now, you'll find this a little bit funny. <laughs> and ultimately, he didn't, did he? <laughs> no. So, so there you have go. you ever pretended to be somebody else? Um, <laughs> poor old Wayne, you know, can't speak to Mel Morris because uh, he has to end up being the uh, the club doctor. So, uh, if, if you've ever pretended to be somebody else, much like Andy did, Elton John... <laughs> Uh, and in what circumstances? Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. It's also quite random. What made you think of Elton John as oh someone God who... Knows you don't know what... I suppose he was quite big at the time. And... He, had, he had no links to the supermarket. No, industry. not really, no. I just just plucked a nail. I just had this feeling that people who ignore you will take a call from somebody famous. They'll always take a call from Elton John. Yeah, we well, put that to the test. We've just phoned a lot of famous... We've phoned Mel Morris. <laughs> see if he picks up. It's Elton John. Not bad, is it? Um, so, it, <clears throat> yeah, the springboard today, then, is mm. Darun and Rooney. That's Rooney being the springboard for one. The other is Martin Darun, who's a player at Atalanta who seems to have a very good sense of humour. Yeah. Quite self-deprecating. Have you, you seen the little... here? Did you play for Leicester? Uh, it was at Borough, wasn't Burry? it? Was it Borough? Oh, Burry, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. at Borough. No, no, I, play, see... I remember him playing here, yeah. I seem to remember... Um, mm. Yeah, I seem to remember him playing. But yeah, yeah. He, he did a little video, uh, a club video this week for Atalanta. Mm. He said, hi, he went into the club shop and he said, hi, it's Martin Darun. Here I am in the Atalanta club shop and um, I'm, I'm waiting for fans to come in. The first three fans who come in and buy a Darun shirt <laughs> yeah. um, will have... I'll, I'll sign it. And I'll also buy it for them. Oh, wow. Nice, nice touch. That's a nice touch, yeah. And then they kind of, like a time-lapse thing. <laughs> He's there all day. And in the end, the manager of the shop comes up and says, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Martin, it's 7.30, we've got to close. That's very you see him, like, reading books. So just, <laughs> you know, and I thought, what a good lad, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and I think the, the little tag he put on the video was, I bet Lionel Messi doesn't have to put up with this. No, so good. well done to him. But um, paid for by the stars, that's quite nice. I like the idea that someone that someone from the world of sport or beyond bailed you out yeah, in some nice way. Idea, Whether it's it paying you 30p for your parking uh, or, or buying your shirt. Let us know this afternoon. So what with that and pretending to be somebody else? We've set you to work. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ. And we'll be at the weigh-in uh, a little bit later on for uh, AJ Usyk. We'll be crossing there and uh, bringing you all the fallout from that. Of course, keep you in touch with the Ryder Cup. I'm uh, very excited by this uh, announcement in the court circular today. It's a quadruple, a quadruple barreled name. I can't think I've ever well, seen this before. Don't get many of those. No, it's uh, Miss HPA Scrope. Well, that was close. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is marrying the Honourable. RGP Hovel Thurlow Cumming Bruce. I bet they don't live in a hovel. That's my guess. <laughs> hovel Thurlow. Has Cumming... she been furloughed? She's been furloughed, isn't she? <laughs> She's been... Hovel Thurlow. What's it? Cumming Bruce. Cumming. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Somebody's not. Somebody's not taking that down wrong at the Times. <laughs> They're not the Hovel Thurlows. And then there was a knock at the door, and he's gone. Come in, Bruce. <laughs> and it's become a. It's become a four-part name. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Well Hovel Thurlow mm. coming. And what's her name? The. She's Miss HPA Scrope. Well, you know, sometimes uh, it, it's quite nice to take your other half's name. So could be they be the Hovel Thurlow coming Bruce Scropes? <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah. It sounds like we go through the 1954 FA Cup team. Hovel Thurlow coming Bruce Scrope. Yeah. Damon, what you, a backfire yeah, they were. That's right. Kasegan, under manager. <laughs> yeah, you get the idea. So, uh, all right then, can you beat a quadruple barreled name again? While you're, while you're doing everything else, you might as well do that as well. Talksport.com, text 81089, <laughs> tweet TS. Yeah, come on, I'm sick yeah. of it. You do all the work. <laughs> text 81089, tweet TS.
uh, H and J. Yeah, or so the um, Rushton method, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very harsh. It's, it's, very, it's, it's working. It's he's working double hard now. Oh, he's working yeah, very he's hard. Working very hard, hard actually, out there, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when, when, I'm sure the uh, Hovel Thurlow coming Bruce's will be in. Scropes. Scropes yeah. will be <laughs> right up for debentures at Wimbledon. They're going yeah. for forty-six thousand pounds. They do give you sort of seats at court, on court number one for the first eleven days of the championship for five years. Of course, me personally, I won't pay four pounds sixty, but, but I'm get, not in the market for it. You don't get it. the final for that forty-six grand, do no. you? It's not. It's they, I mean, you can, you can trade them though. They, they, you don't have to. It's not like other tickets where you're not. They're not transferable. You can actually. Use them to get other tickets. To get you can sell them. You can do all sorts of things. Oh, really? So once yeah, they, yeah. they, but doesn't doesn't that mean you you might get the sort of people you wouldn't necessarily want in those seats? You know, if you're going to, well, you might get a bunch of Herberts sort of cunt suddenly coming in. Well, Some Herbert who's coming to money. <laughs> yeah, I'd be it would quite be happy great. Undesired. I'm not not that I'm suggesting at all, but you may do, mightn't you? You, know, right. you sell them on the basis that yeah. that you're going to get. Uh, Certain people coming That's true. in. Mm. There's been a lot of reactionary nonsense about the fact that they've decided to call batsmen batters. I think it's yeah. a perfectly reasonable yeah. thing to do because men and women are now playing the game in equal yeah. measures. And uh, but of course you've got all these people sort of unhappy about it and think it's woke. It's not woke. It's just normal change of terminology. Yeah, it's a development. It's Times development. are changing. But Robert Jones wrote to the Sun today. He said, "If in cricket we can no longer use the term batsman, what would they call Batman or Superman?" I think. Well, not really. They call it Batwoman and Superwoman. They already exist, yeah. mate. He hadn't thought that. He's through. He's not thought it through at all. In the world of satire, terrible. Uh, lightweight jelly shoes, oh, yeah. popular in the 1990s. You know, jellies they call. Oh, yeah. uh, making a comeback with many style, styles, the Sun tell us, many styles sold out as even celebs go for them. Yeah. Yeah, who? What, biggins? Yeah. <laughs> what sort of celebs are they? Yeah. I did, the, je- the jelly shoe, Andy, you're a bit of a uh, fashion victim. Will you wear them? No, I wouldn't, but I might wear, and mm. I do like, the little trainers. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this thing? It's become a real well, sensation. Yes. They cost 13 quid, mm. but they're going on, and we checked it, I checked it out, and so did the, the producer. They're going on eBay between 500 and 1,000 yeah. quid. Well, and our, our old friend uh, Richard Cracknell, Cracker's uh, regular guest on the show, mm. he, um, he's he got a little near where he lives locally on uh, oh, yeah. Lanzarote, and he, um, oh, yeah. They, he's, he got him. He's got the lot. I think he's got he's about six. Full. He's like the Damon Dash of little trainers. <laughs> very nice. He's, he's like box fresh. Box every, fresh. He's box fresh well, you every could time. Afford to be, well, couldn't thirteen you, really? quid. Yeah, he doesn't wear a pair twice. So uh, yeah, I think he's fully into the old little thing. Anyway, the Ryder Cup is underway. We're delighted to say, uh, and we'll be chatting. Someone's to, in a bunker. That's not a great start. Yeah, was great it? start. So they're American. Come on, let's be as biased as we like. It's the Ryder Cup. Uh, Ian Woosnam and Mason Gascoigne will be joining us as well. Uh, they're involved in a project and of. Of course, uh, Ian can uh, give us his thoughts on uh, the early skirmishes in the Ryder Cup. Uh, we'll also catch up with Bob Bubker after it's been underway for an hour or so. Julian Laurent joins us. Uh, a yellow card was issued uh, in the French League the other day that has made Neymar uh, say, the game, basically, the game's gone. <laughs> it's one of his favourite expressions. In, in Portuguese. <laughs> so um, I think he's got a point as well. We'll, we'll be chatting to him a little bit later on. Uh, Julian, that is not Neymar. That's a tough booking. Um, Martin Kellner's up. Slightly easier booking. Um, We'll have Mike Ward. We'll have some clips of the week for you. Todd Macklin's got some uh, 20 years of uh, Brady. 20 years it was yesterday since he first played in the NFL. It's been some career. Um, So we'll be chatting about that. As we said, we'll be in a weigh-in 
for AJ who's sitting at, um, at uh, the Spurs ground and we'll bring you a false panel. The games are Chelsea, Man City, Brentford, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. We just need you to guess the scores of those games. We'll call us now. We'll call you back and get you involved at quarter to three. We need you for 10 minutes. Joe Shannon representing the commentator, Stuart Robson representing the pros, former Arsenal player, of course. 08717 That's 08717 And Nico says... I went to the pictures and Henrik Larsson bought my popcorn. I can imagine the scenario. He was probably front of the queue. <laughs> Henrik was behind him. He had a Celtic shirt on. Yeah. And Henrik saw the Celtic shirt. And as the guy went to pay, Henrik's gone, no, I'll get that. I could have completely made that up, Nico. It may yeah. have been, you may have gone to the pictures with and him. You think that doesn't sound a lot, but popcorn at cinema costs a fortune. Yeah, that's it's very generous. It's like buying you a car. <laughs> so, uh, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J. Like Wayne Rooney, have you ever impersonated Pro someone? Rata, it's more expensive than a Ferrari. It probably cinema is. Popcorn. It probably is. That's a very good point. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and uh, as we said before, um, yes, uh, paid for by the stars. Uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you this afternoon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk sport. We're getting you involved uh, this afternoon. Um, a couple of things. Did you ever pretend, pretend to be somebody else? So Wayne Rooney admitted the only way he could really speak to the Derby owner, Mel Morris, was by pretending mm. pretend to be the club doctor. And he was telling us to get through to the boss of a big supermarket in one of something he was working on. He had to pretend to be Elton John. I did, yeah. Is that against the law? I mean, that's probably not, is it? Well, no, it's no, it's no malice. In I it. didn't really pass I didn't carry yeah. on the pretense. I didn't. If he keep, said keep you going. sing Crocodile Rock, what would you have done? <laughs> well, you yeah. would have known instantly. Yeah, I think he probably would have done. So you pretend to be somebody else. Um, in the 80s, I wanted to impress my then girlfriend with a table at Langans. Uh, kind of sought Very after nice, Gaff yeah. in those days. Still is, I think. Well, fully booked until I called back as Mr. Ian Botham when suddenly a table became oh, available. Yes, that's so common. Now. Dan the B, but the trouble is, Dan, when you turn up. You know, they can clearly see you're not beefy. Well, you might be beefy, but you might not be that beefy. <laughs> no. And uh, we just say, "Oh, Ian couldn't make it." Yes, oh yeah, he asked me to come. I'm his. To um, I'm I'm Reg Botham, his brother. <laughs> it seemed to seem uh, to waste the table. Um, the other thing wanted to get you going on was uh, the Martin Darum video he's put out on Atalanta. Um, social media in which uh, he spent all day in the club shop waiting for fans to come in and he was going to well it was a bit of a conceit obviously a bit of a laugh but he said he would buy anybody who came in for a Darun shirt into the club shop he'd buy the shirt and sign it for them of course nobody came in just a bit of fun um, so we wondered whether the stars have ever bailed you out financially uh, Matt's in Birmingham he said Robbie King signed a football for me at the Nike store in Birmingham uh, and then bought the ball for me when I checked my pockets to find I'd left my wallet at work. It's a nice touch. Would yeah. you mind? Well, I mean, Robbie King goes in. Would you mind signing this? I've always been a fan. So, so he does that, and he says, oh, "I haven't got my wallet. Oh, I better buy it for you as well." Then, so let us know your stories this afternoon. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine, or you can tweet to TSH and J. Our old mate Crackers is weighing in. He's wanted to do a little run for you, Andy. You want a pair of little trainers? I'll have a pair to complete the set. Yes, Crackers, if you're listening, what size are you, Andy? Uh, Seven. Size seven. If you're in, if you're passing the local Lanzarote branch, and there's a cheap pair of size sevens going. It'll sort you out the cash when you're next over. I'll pass it on when I see you at Spurs. <laughs> so what a little, a little line of... They'll be on yeah. eBay, don't worry about yeah. it. No, no, no. You're no, going to wear them. You can't, I'd wear them, of course. Andy, I'd be so you wouldn't put them on eBay. You look a million dollars in your little trainers. <laughs> you look £11.50 in your little I love the socks as well, Crackers, if you... Oh, socks, is it? Oh, wow. Oh, the socks go well with okay, it. Yeah. Yes, I'll, I'll get the cash it's out the of him. Don't worry, Crackers. So, uh, there we are. It's uh, quarter past two, and uh, we're off to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium very shortly. 
to uh, bring you details uh, of the way. And Alex McCarthy is there, watched it all unfold. It all seemed quite civil between the... I mean, they'd love to trash <clears> talk, but they seem to get on quite well. I hope Usyk's <laughs> box is better than his outfit that he was wearing. It's quite a leery, oh, quite terrible. a leery look, wasn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Yes, good afternoon, Paul Walsby, Annie Jacobs here on Tool Sport. We'll be uh, off to the States to chat to Tom Macklin a little bit later on, look at some of the big stories in the world and some of the slightly frivolous ones in the world of American sport as well. We'll have some clips of the week for you, Fresh Batch, and Mike Ward will give us his pick of the non-sporting TV. Andy was telling us earlier on he once uh, impersonated Elton John, not like professionally, but to try and get through to the boss of a big supermarket who wouldn't answer his calls as plain old Andy Jacobs. So we are still looking. This is off of the back that Wayne Rooney had to pretend to be the club yeah. doctor to speak to the Derby owner. I tell you what struck Morris. me, though, which I haven't talked about, is that when Wayne did this, he's got the most distinctive voice. So did he ring up and go, um, it's the doctor here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he just, uh, they just, he, but he probably said, oh, it's, the, it's, the, it's on the doctor's phone. Oh. So, so as soon as that number came up, oh, Mel Morris knew oh, okay, it was, it was right. uh, Doc Holiday, whoever it was. Don't know what his name is, the Derby Doctor. It'd be good if it Not was that. <laughs> anyway, uh, joining us now um, with a week of sport on TV. I'm, I'm sure he's pretended to be other people over the years. It is Mar- Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon. Yes, if I'm trying to get a, a record contract or something, I always uh, pretend to be Andy Jacobs. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the hotline. It certainly does. <laughs> that's that won't right. work at all. So, Martin, uh, I just see from, uh, from Twitter that we're going to talk a bit of boxing, a bit of boxing of an earlier vintage. Yeah, it's a great documentary, this. I mean, I've, I've said before, BBC Scotland do do some fantastic shows. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a BBC Scotland documentary uh, called Undisputed, The Life and Times of Ken Buchanan. Mm. Um, the Undisputed is Ken Buchanan, who was the uh, undisputed uh, world, or the former undisputed world uh, lightweight uh, champion. And uh, it's uh, it's a great... He's. I mean, the sad thing is that uh, Ken Buchanan is now... Um, he's recently developed dementia, but it does make for a really good documentary in that he's looking through a scrapbook uh, of his memories, uh, which are then being illuminated by uh, footage uh, on the TV. Um, it also benefits greatly from having Mickey Van in it. I love Mickey Van, mm. uh, former, yeah, I'm sure you've had him on the show probably from time to time. Oh, years ago. Yeah, he wore he a red shirt. Yeah, he wore the red shirt and the bow tie. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the famous the famous boxing referee was, he wrote a book. It was it was quite the book. Can I say, he, he, he was a bit of a lad when he was on the road as a boxing referee. I don't know if he comes mm. across, but he's, he's got some stories, Mickey. Oh, not half. He's, <laughs> well, he lives in Leeds. Mm. So basically, uh, when I used to run local radio in Leeds, I would get Mickey Vanning on any, you know, any uh, story at all. You know, if I wanted a politically incorrect viewpoint on something, you know, <laughs> Mickey was the guy. Mm. And as as he says in this show, he, but obviously he's from the same sort of era uh, as Ken Buchanan. And, uh, and he's brilliant. Ken Buchanan, to some extent, was a bit like a prophet uh, without honour in his own land, if you like. Um, you know, when he started in the uh, in the sixties, um, he was no big deal in Edinburgh. I don't know why, whether it was just because it was Edinburgh, but he wasn't. Um, you know, he he wasn't treated as uh, you know as a star, which you would have uh, thought he would be, because he was a terrific boxer. Yeah. Uh, famous for his jab, uh, as Mickey described it, it was jab, jab, jab. That was uh, that was what he did. I always think of tartan shorts when I think of uh, mm. Ken Buchanan. 
Martin. Yes, mm. indeed. I mean, well, he, he sort of played when he went to America. He sort of played on the uh, on the sort of Scottish angle, if you like. And uh, there's a great. I always like any documentary with a bit of Howard Cassell in it. And there's a, a little bit of uh, Howard Cassell there interviewing him. Uh, I think this was before the fight with uh, Roberto Duran, possibly, or mm. Ismail Laguna. He fought both of those, but. Um, uh, Hal Cassell says, you've got a great little Scottish burr. Kenny, <laughs> you're from Edinburgh. 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 <laughs> you're from Edinburgh. So, um, so yeah, the, the tartan shorts sort of played into, played into all that. Mm. And he came up through the, um, the boxing booths of Leith, as they said, wow. you know, the, which was uh, where you would challenge, <laughs> if somebody from the crowd God. would challenge the guy in the boxing booth. Quite posh, Leith. Yeah. Hone, hone your skills. Yeah. I think yeah. I think Leith is quite posh now, um, <clears throat> Andy, with the uh, sort of hipster era and the yeah. sort of yeah. restaurants, nice the, restaurants, the, the, the Michelin yeah. restaurants, and all that. But I don't think it was when uh, when Ken Buchanan was uh, was being brought. Tend up. not to have a boxing booth next to the old Shishi restaurants, do <laughs> no. they? They tend not they to tend not to go down that route, really. They don't really know, no. um, but you know he fought uh, in East Berlin, and there's some great sort of black and white footage of. Uh, it's really, really. Is good, it an hour, it? Martin? Is it a good solid it's, BBC hour? It's a good solid BBC Scotland hour. It's yeah. on the iPlayer, and another bonus is mm. uh, after you've watched it, and uh, like all these things, the iPlayer pops up and tells you something else you might like, uh, and the first one that comes up is When We Were Kings. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah. I, which I must have seen three times, but I found myself in the middle of an afternoon i nearly missed pointless actually in the middle of the afternoon watching uh, when we were kings uh, again because oh, that, that's tremendous brilliant. but, yeah, but what you know, i mean you're right martin bbc scotland have they, they produce some really they're, they're the excellent one about scotland at the the um, world cup recently oh, yeah. we've seen some other really good stuff uh, they've done as well so they do produce a lot of really good sports mm -hmm. and documentary do. beyond sport as well very good yeah, yeah, you must have enjoyed uh, West Ham's victory over United. Oh, though. It was very exciting, wasn't it? Oh, tense, tense. I bit my fingernails down to the quick. I mean, <laughs> as soon, when when Yarmolenko missed, oh, you know, hit the post. Mm. I thought it is it is written. I mean, everybody would have thought this. What's going to happen now is it's uh, United are going to score because I have to say they have more chances than us a lot more. But United are going to score and then uh, they're going to win on penalties almost certainly. You know, but um, yeah, it was a very good victory. Yeah, fantastic victory, and obviously we'll uh, get slaughtered by Man City in the next round. But um, <laughs> it was, we never do well against City at home. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed that uh, that immensely. Have you continued uh, with the? Fever Pitch, a documentary I have, series. I have. Yes. Um, interest. I mean, you know, say so it's it's not a sort of uh, narrative that continues. It's just a lot of uh, stuff about things that happened in the nineties mm. in the um, in the Premier League. But it was the Keith Gillespie stuff they had uh, this week, uh, which was interesting. You know, he was plucked away from. I mean, basically, uh, his career in a way was blighted by Alex Ferguson, who wanted to bring Andy Cole. Uh, to Old Trafford and uh, Keith Gillespie here offloaded him to uh, Kevin Keegan at, at Newcastle mm. and uh, as we know um, the Keith Gillespie through which has sort of turned out okay now you know because he, I mean, I'm sure you've had him on the show and uh, he's done uh, a lot of punditry over the uh, over the years but um, it, you know he just be there was a great Beckham quote in it uh, when he talked about Keith Gillespie in that great Manchester United uh, youth team and uh, Beckham said, yeah, he was from Ireland and I was from London, so we had a bond. And I thought, 
I don't quite see that, but I think what he meant was <laughs> yes. they were both away from home. Yes, of course. Uh, in that uh, youth team, but yeah, there's lots of. In- lo- I mean, it's it's great mm. footage. To yeah. it's just not a not not a fantastic story. Although I did in- enjoy the bit. I think it was Newcastle v Stoke when um, Keith Gillespie had backed. Um, had backed Newcastle to win one nil, two nil, and three nil, mm. and of course when it was three nil. There was ten, <laughs> there was ten minutes left, and you can imagine the tension there. But then of course they won four nil. Oh. He he was the only one uh, not celebrating at that point. But right. it's uh, it's a, it's a shocking thing, uh, gambling addiction. And mm. uh, if, if you were in any, you know, the, the uh, Keith Gillespie story would uh, would convince you of that. Uh, as far as the end of the uh, of the Ken Buchanan story goes, mm. that also was a sort of familiar story. Uh, in that, uh, you know, he opened a hotel, I think, in 1975. Couldn't really cope with uh, being out of uh, boxing. Hit financial difficulties and uh, started boxing again at the age of uh, uh, age of thirty. Which is, a, as we know, not a good. familiar familiar story mm. in boxing. But did you know the, mm. the the great and exciting code it is? He did get inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame in uh, in America. Well, I will watch um, that, Martin, this weekend. It yeah, sounds, well it worth watching. Very good. Well yeah. worth watching. Excellent. Really is great. Thank you, Martin. It's a great program. Um, <clears throat> you're back um, overnight, I take it. Overnight, yes. Mm. So one a.m. doing it from uh, from home uh, mm. this week. So uh, very much. I'm about to get um, a Virgin high speed fiber and everything. Wow! So wow. Um, might never have those. Pro- well, we're in a, a rougher area to get um, <laughs> to get high speed fiber. Virgin have promised me it's going to be. I'm going to have 200 megs from wow. uh, a couple of weeks. Time, you still dial up at the moment, or? <laughs> oh, the moment still very much a CompuServe <laughs> dial up. Uh, I just go directly through my. MySpace page <laughs> uh, gets me uh, straight Good. through. Well, we expect there's going to be crystal off. clear um, <laughs> yes, coverage from uh, <laughs> from Leeds. You got a ticket for the game tomorrow, I understand? Yes, I have. Be there I for the Leeds game, West Ham game, yeah, yeah. which is uh, which is brilliant because my be... normal sources uh, sort of let me down, but I did get one from a Hammers fan. So brilliant! Oh, that's good news. Game, that's good. It should be a good yes. match. Yes, we're meeting on a broadcast. Meeting two thirty tomorrow by the statue of Billy Bremner. Oh, okay, nice. If you want to see Martin, that's where you'll meet him. Yeah. <laughs> on a broadcast level, you know how letters in the tabloids always have a go at the BBC. This one slipped yeah. through. Yeah, this mm. one says, I've always thought the TV licence was worth it. Only £3 a week. It's worth it for advert-free match of the day alone. So praising match of the day and the licence fee, that's never happened on a tabloid. Never does. before. Does tend not to. Martin, <laughs> thanks very much. No worries. Martin Kellner there, back with <clears> you <throat> at 1am, uh, taking you through tonight. Tonight, if you get... I mean, and tomorrow night. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Yes, time to talk American sports with Todd Macklin. Good afternoon, Todd. Hey, boys. We're going to kick off with Tom Brady. It was 20 years ago <laughs> yesterday, I believe, that uh, he was uh, playing in the Patriots. Quarterback Drew Bledsoe uh, got injured. This the kind of hit that changed the destiny of the NFL. He had a collapsed lung. It was a nasty injury, and Brady came on as a replacement and, and never looked back. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, and I hope Tom Brady sends a, uh, a card or something to Mo Lewis of the New York Jets because that's the player that hit Drew Bledsoe right at the sideline. I mean, we still look – I was looking at that footage uh, yesterday as we were all talking about, uh, you know, the 20th anniversary of the hit that changed the NFL, as you rightly say. Uh, and if Drew Bledsoe steps out of bounds a yard or two earlier, he probably doesn't get hit. Uh, does Tom Brady get his chance then? Does it come later? I mean, Bledsoe was the high-priced quarterback for the, the Patriots. He had been struggling that season, had been struggling at that time. So maybe Tom Brady gets his chance a little bit later, but we know for sure he got his chance after that hit. And, and uh, you can't underestimate how significant that has been for the NFL over the last 20 years mm. and what Tom Brady has accomplished. Because he wasn't sort of Heisman Trophy material, was he? Cool. Was he 199th in the draft or something Amazing, crazy? Isn't it? Paul, very good. Yes, mm. he was 199th. I think there were six quarterbacks. There was a documentary that was done, and I think there were six quarterbacks taken ahead of Tom Brady. And obviously, none of the six had anywhere near the success of Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, and what what happens with a lot of of, of athletes is, you know, he remembers each of the six guys, each of those six quarterbacks that were drafted. And he talks about using it as, as fuel uh, on his journey over the last 20 years. Yeah. It's, um, it, mm. it's an amazing story. The, um, now uh, people may have seen this over here. Conor McGregor. <laughs> it's incredible. I just looked at it. It's yeah. absolutely dreadful. <laughs> he is. I mean, it's not, he's got previous for this, which we'll come on to, but uh, he, he <laughs> threw the first pitch uh, at a Cubs game this week. And he's not got a good arm, has he? For punching, clearly, but not for throwing. The man could throw a punch, right? We yeah. know that. We've mm. seen it many times. But that first pitch, it go. It, I think we on the show talked about it years ago, right? 50 Cent, yeah. uh, the hip-hop artist, member uh, at a Mets game, was, I think at the time, we deemed it the worst first pitch uh, in the history of kind of celebrity first pitches. Uh, but Connor's, I, I don't know, like it, it's in that conversation with 50 Cent as the worst. I mean, it's just so atrocious. Yeah. And you sit there, guys, and, and listen, I know Connor McGregor it, has probably not played baseball. Um, but when these when these first pitches are so bad, you kind of sit there and think, really? Like for McGregor, you're such a great athlete. 
and you can't do something as simple as that. But it is not that easy as these guys in Major League Baseball make it make it yeah. seem. Well, a bit easier. I mean, to be fair to uh, Connor, he was wearing a suit, whereas I think Fifty Cent was. was actually wearing baseball uniform, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, it, but he threw a football a couple of years ago at an NFL game, and that wasn't great either. So he it, it was just. But does miles this happen off. at every baseball game? Is there somebody yeah. throws out the ceremonial first yes, pitch? They do. Yeah. Did, do we know when it started, so, Todd? Do you know what the hit what, what was the Wahlberg's not great, is it? Well, <laughs> I, I wanna say uh, I wanna say it probably had to do with a president or something, right? Yeah. right? I, I I don't know for sure, but I wanna think that it involved a you know, someone like the president and then it became a thing. And listen, celebrities throw it out a lot, but also it's just kind of normal people like you and I that get an opportunity um, because the team wants to honor things that they've done in their community or or the fandom that they've showed to the team. Um, and it, it is, it's a big deal for people, whatever, wherever you are in your life, it's a very big deal to throw it out at a major league game. Yeah. You, you got to see Mariah Carey. That's the worst one ever yeah. in the history of the universe. Yeah. It's really astonishing. Well, apparently I was reading today, some of the other bad ones, uh, Anthony Fauci, but he's not an athlete. So he's no. got, he's got, he's, uh, not. he's no. got a reason. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen hasn't got a great arm apparently, but again, I think we would have <laughs> no, I've just seen that one. Oh yeah, fifty cent. That's terrible. Yeah, the fifty. It's worth going to check out Conor McGregor. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you see There's him out the thing about, on YouTube, the top five worst celebrity pitches ever. Yeah, it's if amazing. you do see Conor McGregor, don't say to him, "You can't throw, mate." It wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> no. no. Now this is a, a, a bit of a strange story with with a, a happy ending. This is uh, Aaron Jones uh, playing for Green Bay. He lost his father's ashes um, while scoring a touchdown. Um, because he kept them in a, uh, a sort of pendant round his neck. But uh, say thanks. Wasn't a large urn. Sorry, wasn't a large urn. No, it's what, a very no. small pendant, I think. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, Andy, it wasn't. Uh, gravitas, please. But anyway, he, yeah, he said. Um, he said, "If I'm going to lose it anywhere, I'd rather lose it in the end zone." Is what he would have wanted. But they they did find it, thankfully. They did, and and he's he as you said, he he lost it scoring a touchdown. He scored four touchdowns for the Packers on Monday night. And I think it was whether it was the first or second touchdown, he lost it. And so, you know, the Packers kind of put people on alert after the game. They kind of searched the end zone uh, for the pennant, couldn't find it. And then one of the grounds crew at 1.45 a.m. in the morning ended up finding it uh, for Aaron Jones. Wow. And you can imagine yeah. he was quite relieved by it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, finally, this is a, a strange story. It's a, a Seattle uh, Mariners game. And they have a night. You know, we've often talked about oh, the yeah, special sure. nights they have at baseball. And they have the thing called Bark at the Park, where you can uh, the Seattle Mariners allow all of their fans to bring their dogs <laughs> to to the ground. Yeah, the, the footage is amazing. The thing yeah, you put up on the and there's the video. Incredible. If you want to go and check it out, if you put in Simba Cam or Mariners Dogs, you'll find it. And at one point, they play a bit of um, the Lion King, which we'll remind you of in a moment. And everybody holds their dogs in the air, Simba style. <laughs> and uh, there's some big old dogs there. There's some there's some guy with an Alsatian. <laughs> but so yeah, it's it's a bizarre sight, isn't it? All being thrust in the Green air, tin, the dogs tin throughout the first. <laughs> you would have had, that's a nice. That's, no, no. You can't think of a dog after more, Rin Tin. I couldn't tin. even <laughs> new celebrity Miss dog. Andy's like Jacobs. <laughs> who would be the one that? He's trying to think of the one that would. 
was trying to think of the one that won the Brent Scott Talent. I couldn't okay, remember his name. Pudsey, wasn't it? Pudsey. Pudsey yeah. could have thrown out the first pitch. Yeah, we brought it up to at least about 10 years old anyway. <laughs> Who's your top celebrity dog? Talksport.com. Text 81089. Tweet tip. What's the latest? Anyway, don't worry about that. Yeah. But anyway, the whole point is, Todd, everybody holds their dogs in the air. It was all a bit strange. It's pretty fantastic, though, and baseball's been doing this for a while, right, where they have a each team kind of has a day where you can bring your dog. It's pretty funny, right? And mm. for, you know, you're listen, sports now, you're trying to get as many fans in there as you can. Uh, so if you let them bring their dog, I probably got people that wouldn't normally go to a game that will with their dog. Yeah. So, look, we'll play, the, we'll play out with the music, Todd. We'll catch up with you next week. And uh, just to remind people, just imagine this, a whole stadium of people thrusting their dogs in the air as this music played. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Just a quickie, we were talking earlier on about uh, impersonating someone else, as uh, Wayne Rooney admitted the only way he's able to speak to Mel Morris, the owner of Derby County now, is if he uses the club doctor's phone and has to impersonate the doctor. Our old mate uh, Andy Smart, uh, comedy store player, that does have a, a passing resemblance to a former um, a US president, didn't he? I think maybe he did in his youth. Back in 2001, <laughs> he said, I went to a small market on the island of Chungchow, 20 miles south of Hong Kong. I didn't realise, but uh, fellow comedian Steve Steen and Stephen Frost were following me around, talking into their shirt cuffs, saying, the president's entered the gift shop. The president <laughs> has entered the gift shop. <laughs> and the shopkeepers thought I was Bill Clinton. Yeah. Bill uh, Clinton, a massive fan of Farnborough. Yeah, big Farnborough fan. They would not believe me, however, much I remonstrated. Uh, even some had their pictures taken with me outside the shops. That's all it really needs. Wander around abroad, Ooh, yeah. talking into your cuffs, and the people immediately <laughs> think, funny, you are the US president. Thank you very much for that one, Andy. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. You'd think it's wall-to-wall sport this weekend, but you, you may want to have a break. I know yeah. it's hard to believe you're a talk sport listener, but you may want to have a little bit of a break. Or you might want to record something, catch yeah. up afterwards when, when you get the chance. And tonight, you know, there's no... Yeah, that's true. Well, it's well, it's right Ryder Cup, yeah. yeah. Mm. So joining us now to do uh, just that, mark your card for the non-sporting telly this weekend, as always, is Brighton & Hove Albion supporting star TV reviewer. It is Mike Ward. Good afternoon, Mike. Hey guys. Well, you've got the big game. Should we maybe start with a bit of football? Palace, Brighton, how do you view that? Do you, with trepidation? Trepidation, it's, it's not the nicest atmosphere, traditionally. Mm. Um, so for and you're at their place at Sellers this for obvi- Well, yeah, for obvious reasons. Uh, it's just about getting through it. <laughs> I have a different perspective on this from an awful lot of people. So over the years, I've, 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 I've annoyed a few people by sort of almost playing it down right. in a way. Because I think it's one of those fixtures that seems to be... It's usually a rubbish game, that's it. It's often one, it's often one all, I think, isn't it? Or, or I think it seems to be a yeah, quite a common I, I, Yeah, um, but I'm just feeling very yeah, very positive at the yeah, moment. It's, it's impossible the Champions League position. Five during. wins out of six. I know, it's, it is quite extraordinary. And I'm doing that one of those things where you freeze the league table on your of the screenshot on your phone at just the point in the afternoon where the other results are going your way and your results go. So, you know, at one point we were second um, the other day. So I just think, yeah. I'll freeze that and just keep that. Yeah, that's good. Well, let's uh, let's look at a new sitcom on Sky yeah. Comedy 
um, tonight. Ted Danson, isn't it, from Cheers, of course. Yeah, um, brilliant. He was so brilliant in that one, um, The Good Place. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Mr Mayor, this is called. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not entirely convinced by this, but it's just worth pointing out. It's a new thing, as, as you say, Sky Comedy sh- Sky Showcase, and I think you can download certainly in the first episode to possibly the whole lot. I don't know how it's working with this one. He plays uh, a very wealthy, retired uh, American businessman, LA guy, who um, manages to get himself elected mayor. I think his drive, his motivation is that he wants to impress his his teenage daughter, who is deeply unimpressed by him, thinks he's just a useless old guy who's, who serves no purpose in life. Uh, but the problem is he's completely and utterly out of his depth, clueless, doesn't know what he stands for, <laughs> whatever. So it's really seeing him muddle his way through this. There are obvious sort of parallels with real-life personalities. Um, I think it's trying to sort of shoehorn rather a lot of issues in real-life things in like the guy who he's sort of taken over from uh, had to step down after a breakdown during 2020 because of everything that was going on in the real world so that there's sort of this feels as if they're throwing a lot of ideas at this without quite knowing where they're going to land um it's got a charm to it it's a bit goofy for some people's taste it's not like the thick of it or anything like that it's more more slapsticky than that but um okay. it's i think it's worth giving a go it's not going to be too okay. mr now 8 30 hmm. sky comedy yeah. um the graham norton show returns uh, tonight yes and, he was uh, da- on very good form the last series, in yeah. the lockdown series, I thought. And uh, Daniel Craig, now the Bond movie's out. Yeah, it's out, uh, I think, a week today, is that right? Mm-hmm. Or some, something like that. Yeah, so Daniel, finally, No Time to Die, which I think was made in about the same time as Dr. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's finally out. Uh, he and three of his co-stars are on the show, are obviously talking about it, and there's a lot of anticipation, um, you know, building up to that. Um, I... I, I I'm not a bit. I'll be honest. I'm not the greatest Bond fan, but I am fascinated to see it because, in particular, I've been reading some of the stuff in the papers today about how they've sort of, you know, had to sort of tone down certain traditional Bond elements, which you know he's obviously quite a sexist character and, and all those sort of hmm. aspects to the Bond. You know, you uh, franchise enjoy it before he gets cancelled, basically. Yeah, <laughs> effectively. Yeah. So it's yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they sort of deal with that without diluting the pur- You know, because you know, the purpose of the character, you know, to a large yeah. extent, is that you know he has always been pretty sort of politically incorrect in all sorts yeah. of senses. That's part of what he is. So it's a question of how far you dilute that without defeating the point of it. Yeah, but I, I think the writing the writing's different on this one, isn't it? It's uh, yes, it's it's kind of Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's obviously going to be. Yeah. I, I think you know, I'm sure I'm confident it'll work, but I'm interested to see precisely <laughs> how they start. Daniel Gray start doing pieces to camera like yeah, <laughs> start, yeah, yeah be so a kind of mix between Alfie and yeah, Fleabag. That would be funny. Um, so that's the ten thirty. Bake Extra Slice. I'm a big fan of that. You're a big I, fan I, I of that. Watch the, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good fun, but you have, obviously have to be into Bake Off as well. So. You do have to be into Bake Off. Uh, Joe Brand obviously presents it. I don't know why I spelled name with the knee but there you go um tom allen who who is the sort of resident tease on the one on that he's always he's always good value because the people bring in their own cakes and efforts and he's quite he, has, he manages to get that balance between being quite disparaging and sort mm. of having uh, continuing to sort of maintain a certain you know charm towards it but yeah if you, you have to watch the regular show to fully appreciate mm. it and to understand the little uh, little references but obviously who doesn't watch bake off religiously every every tuesday mm. people complain about the amount of adverts apparently but anyway 8 p.m channel 4 it's like it's a commercial tv channel <laughs> it's a surprise <laughs> what isn't is it? the yeah. point anyway, global yeah. citizen live tomorrow it seems to be dominating bbc2 all evening music festival for the planet mike adia depatan and emma willis host the bbc's coverage I, I'll be honest, I don't know much about this. I've just been reading reading about what's uh, lined up. Apparently, um, Rag and Bow Man, uh, Elton John performing at the foot of the Eiffel Tower. Because oh, okay. you, you, know, you can be bothered to pay to go up in the lift, I guess, or whatever. You'll have to give um, him a call then. Duran Duran, Stormzy. <laughs> and it's all uh, going to help tackle poverty 
and climate change, so that should all be sorted by midnight. Um, <laughs> Blimey, OK, <laughs> that's, a, uh, well, that's a proud boast. Um, Strictly, of course, um, yeah. we had the intro show yeah. last week, so they start... Getting a lot of criticism. They start, I, they start I mean, the dancing it. We, this it was, week. It was all right, it was quite enjoyable. If you, it is what it is, isn't it? Strictly? It is, yeah. I mean, it's just left with lights and moan now, don't they? <laughs> Everything, I mean, all the know, time. Not all the celebs are top quality, but, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. yes. I mean, every single celebrity show ever on TV, you'll have people, I've never heard of half of these people, but yeah. then somebody yeah. else will say, no, nor have I, but then the people you've heard of are different from the people I've heard. Anyway, so there you go. That's very true. Fifteen yeah. celebs need two and a half hours of telly. Mm. Uh, Daniel Craig's back. I suppose yeah. he's going to be on the telly a lot over the next few days. <laughs> He but is. being James Bond, looking back on his 15-year career as 007. Yeah, so it's Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, and the new one, No Time to Die. This is on BBC... Oh, sorry, it's not. It's on ITV, um, Sunday night, 20 past 10. Uh, it's him chatting to the producers um, who, you know, behind it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just sort of looking back on on what he's brought to the role. I mean, he's no Timothy Dalton, obviously, but, you know, looking back <laughs> on what he's, he's brought to the role in other respects. Um, Foxy's Fearless 48 Hours with Rob Can Delaney. I this is a kind of spin-off. I hate these spin off of the really? SAS Irv. And that's two what's the point. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, you get a lot of what's. Andy Jacobs, what's the point is coming to you soon. His new, his new daytime but quiz. I, I, I can't decide what I find most annoying. The title, which actually, when you say it out loud, is far more annoying than when you write it down. Yeah. It's, it's a real tongue twist of a title. But basically, it's Jason Fox, who's one of the guys from the um, SAS Who Dares Wins program. Mm. Each episode, he's going to be taking out. It's a bit like Bear Grylls in yeah. a way. He's going to be taking a guy out. A sort of famous person and putting them through hell uh, with a view to completing at the end of the 48 as a big, big challenge, which in this particular case involves throwing yourself off a 40 metre high abandoned viaduct. Uh, a fear he has to conquer, although I think that's a good fear. You should never conquer the fear <laughs> of being falling off a, a viaduct. There's something seriously wrong if you don't. I can't believe you haven't mentioned RuPaul's Drag Race. Andy's uh, become a big fan. Oh, have you? Fan, and yeah. and possibly a future entrant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's one we all want to see. There you go. Drag Race UK yeah. senior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vets oh. on the vet circuit, <laughs> the RuPaul vet circuit. That would be very interesting. Well, Mike, thank you. You've wetted everybody's whistle. If they're not watching golf, they're not watching boxing, not watching football, they'll be watching one of those, I'm sure. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Yep, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again on Monday, pouring over the Premier League fixtures. And uh, of course, great if Elton John impersonated me. Yeah, he might just to try and get through a talk sport. <laughs> and we'll be reflecting on the Ryder Cup as well. So until then, enjoy all the sport this weekend and the boxing. There's plenty of it, of course. And we'll catch up with you on Monday. If you can join us from one great, if not podcast, as always, available around 4.30. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.